distance in existence join the resistance come on let's start by talking tactics and have a partisan match us here's how we practice Hello, everybody, and welcome to Pop Culture Continuum. This is John Elliott. And this is Patrick Riccardi. And this week, we're doing, by Pat's choice... Welcome back, Cotter, versus Abbott Elementary. And we... uh, We were, like, talking about it, and, like, we already did, like, Freaks and Geeks, right? AP Bio, uh, Head of the Class. What else? But there's not that many high schools. Oh, well, not that many that we watch. I guess uh, I mean, stuff like Riverdale and stuff, but like. But they're, I was just trying to do like to like, like a sitcom. Yeah. So, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, aside from like Disney Channel stuff, there isn't a lot of, and I'm surprised to think this, but there's not a lot of primarily school-based uh, sitcoms out there. So no. I think we've covered all of them now. I mean, oh, maybe yeah. there's like ones from the 50s that like, oh, there's that. What is that one with Evard and Armis? Miss Brooks, or Brooks. Yeah, so we could do that eventually, but um, really, in retrospect, we should have done that because I am 100% sure that's better than Welcome Back, Cotter. Spoiler alert, not a good show. I, I not mean to speak for you, but uh, it was. I didn't think it would hold up, and I was right. Listen, I didn't go into it thinking it was going to be a good show. I knew surprised. it was going to be a bad show. Uh, I mean, his his Borscht Belt jokes were, like, painful to me as a child. I was like, dude, yep. this is, like, hacky fucking schoolyard jokes that you're doing. Um, but, uh, oh, well, we should, we should like, talk a little bit about, if you don't know, Welcome Back, Cotter is set in, wait, is it in Brooklyn? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Brooklyn. Uh, and, in, and it was in the 70s, right? Did this thing go into the 80s? I don't even know. I don't think so. I think it ended, yes, it was 75 to 79. Okay, so, yeah, so... Almost, wait, 75 to 79, That's that doesn't seem like that's enough. It was in syndication, but it doesn't seem like... It was. It just made... It did make syndication, but they put it in syndication because it used to be that you had to get 100 episodes to have syndication, but this was 95. Because I, I don't know about you, but I did not watch this new. This was always something I watched like at 6.30 on one of the UHF channels when I was a kid. Nope, I watched it new, man. Did you really? Yep. I don't, yeah, it's before my time and... Yeah, well, you would, yeah, you would have been too young, I guess. Right. You know? I mean, I guess I was five when it first started. Um, probably didn't see that, but I'm sure I saw it, like, by the time I was six, I'm right. sure it was like, yeah. Because if you're up, like, you're watching what your parents watch. It's not right. like there was shit for kids on, on TV. So, um, yeah, no, I totally watch it um, new. So this one was from, like, I think 78 or something it must have been. Um yeah, that sounds right. Cause it was a third season. I picked it up specifically because there's a, a bit in this and it almost made me laugh this time, but not quite that. I remember watching when I was, I don't know, eight or nine and just laughing hysterically at it. And it was, uh, there's John Travolta is trying to pretend that he's on drugs and the way that he pretends oh, he's on drugs. Bit, but you... Yeah. It's just, give me drugs, give me drugs, give me drugs. And it's just, it's just, uh, maybe if if I had never seen this before and I didn't remember, it would have made me laugh as much as it did back then. But I knew it was coming. It's just but here's the thing about well, I didn't know it was coming. But like, here's what I'll say about it: it wasn't funny the first time he did it. The second time, I'm like, what are you doing? The third time, I was like, all right, it's funny now. And then they went <laughs> yeah. too far. They <laughs> did it again, and I was like, no, you blew the whole goddamn thing. <laughs> 
like the comedy rule of threes, right? There's a reason. No, no, you keep the, 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 I mean, the rule of threes will sometimes works, but remember the rakes. They could have kept going. It would have been funny every time on The Simpsons besides Joe Bob. That's true. Yeah, no, it's all, it's all context, I guess. Anyway, so this But I don't think there's that much. I don't think there's that much thought put into this. That was just let John Travolta do something funny and he's the breakout was, star. Yeah. yeah, there was not. Yeah, well, because he's the only white star. I mean, aside from Gabe Kaplan, who was not going to go anywhere with his shtick, clearly. No, uh, I mean, like, he became a superstar after this show. Yes, so, yes. Yeah. And nobody else did jack shit after it, is what right. I'm saying. Um, but, uh, uh, they're okay. Set in Brooklyn, it's about, I don't know, from the theme song, which I've always hated. I love um, the theme song. That's the one thing I was going to no, commend. I love it. It's that mellow shit, man, that I just like drives me nuts, it's even great. as a kid. Theme song on TV now. Anyway, my... John Sebastian, good songwriter, is in The Love and Spoonful. Um, the, yeah, does the, the theme. No, I, that's the kind of stuff that I just react to, like, on a visceral level. Um, for that kind of music, it's not bad. Uh, but, but now, for me. And you don't like the theme song for Mary, Mary Tyler Moore Show either? I love it. I love it. Okay, the theme so there's, song there's a slight difference then that I don't, I don't recognize. I have to Maybe look it's to because Welcome Back Cotter actually sucked. <laughs> Mary Tyler yeah. Moore Show was good. I mean, I, I, that could be it. But so he's a teacher, I, and I take it from the lyrics to the theme show, the, or the lyrics to the theme song. Uh, assuming it was even written for this and was not just a song that they used that he'd already written, um, that he, like, wanted to get out of Brooklyn, but that then he ended up back there teaching high school in a in a kind of disadvantaged neighborhood. Um, anyway, Gabe Kaplan I'm talking about, not John Travolta. He's uh, one I, of the students. I thought it was, like, not the back in Brooklyn. Did they actually mention Brooklyn? I thought it was back, like, back to the high school that he, that he used to go to. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Welcome but back. it's still be in Brooklyn, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. That, Connor. Uh, but this episode in particular was also one of those things they started doing in the late 70s and just became the thing in the 80s of a very special episode. It wasn't billed yep. as that, but it was like on a social issue that they handled as poorly as they did on every other sitcom. I, I don't think it was that bad though as far as that goes like i that's one of the things i liked about didn't like the show but i'd like that they didn't make this a very special episode and it was only about the very special thing it was kind of a joke all around yes so like and no it wasn't like those 80s episodes right the 80s very special episodes they just it was just a dramatic episode and nobody wants to watch that crap this huh. one was nobody wants to watch it because it's bad but they really they kept the humor in it like it was it was very very silly about drug yeah. abuse. And from what I read, there's a later episode that's about, I think, alcoholism, where they threw that out, and it was just straight out very special episode in, like, the fourth or fifth season. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, clearly, like, the the high watermark for that one is fucking different strokes, yeah. where Dudley... Poor Gordon Jump. Almost gets molested. Yes. I, wait, I thought he did get, I thought Dudley. I, I can't remember. I think he actually does get molested. He does like, get And Arnold like, almost gets trapped. Yes. And like this show, there's no reason for any adult ever to be watching that show. So like kids watch this show. This was like kids comedy kind of, right? Gary Coleman was like the new Fonz or whatever. 
you did not want to watch an episode about child molestation. Like, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was just fucking bizarre, man. And I, I remember they even did one on, you know, no drugs, you know, ironic, I guess. But uh, that's what Nancy was, yeah. Yeah. was on it. And I I mean, I I had to be young. But even then, I was like, fuck you, you old bag. I'm going to do drugs now. Um, yeah, no, this, this was not at that level. But they really, I mean, yeah, they really refined how horrible they could make those in the 80s. Yes. Props. Yes. Yeah, but and and it, there's like if I didn't watch the previous episode, but I'm assuming that there's no context to this. It's just like this episode starts with Freddie Freddie acting odd. It, there's no like there was an episode before where he hurt his leg or anything like this. So this right? No, there's it's not like about story continuity. Right. They're episodic. <laughs> like they all. I mean, except for like soap and stuff like that. Um, yeah, that's yeah. just how they were, really. Which um, also takes a lot away from it. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Oh, but, and uh, did you recognize how terrible the set was? Like, it just kind of took me out of it. I guess all shows in the 70s were like that, but it didn't. It just really struck me when the, the not not in the in, not indoors, but the when they're outside and it's snowing. Oh, when they're outside. It's yeah. just it looked like a bad like high school play. And I mean, I, it's set in high school, so maybe that's on purpose. Yeah, I'm sure they were thinking that's what they were thinking. Ah, so they got you with their irony pat i think so didn't even get it well i see we didn't even explain the episode it's about uh uh freddie boom boom washington one of the sweat hogs who are they they're not even a gang they're just four dudes who hang out right yeah yeah, i don't think the sweat hogs are they're they're is the name of the remedial class they're in kind of like they're gotcha they're like fourth track or whatever and they it's. I don't know if it's just those guys, like the main cast, are the only sweat hogs, or is the entire class sweat hogs. I don't don't know the answer to that, but yeah, yeah, me either. Um, he and um, he is a basketball player who hurts his legs, and the doctor gives him some pain pills that he gets addicted to, and then it's very unclear. But I am assuming then he like goes to a dealer to get uppers so he can counteract the pain pills so he's like going up and down anyway horseshack possibly the dumbest of the four hard to say with epstein in there too but um horseshack he tells horseshack he's not on drugs he's just taking vitamins he tells all the other sweat hogs but horseshack believes him and so he gets some vitamins from the same dealer and takes them and has an accident Oh, lesson learned. I think the the in that context, Horshack's not supposed to be dumb. He's supposed to be naive. True. Yes, very very naive. Uh, I would say Epstein has to be the dumbest of them, and that's just based on this episode and his mugging and stuff instead of like acting. I don't know if you noticed uh, when but, Bookman, the principal, comes in and they're like saying, "Oh, Bookman, he'll never." Uh, he'll never catch on to uh, Washington being on drugs, man. He's like, what? and he comes in and says, is Washington on drugs, basically, right? And then right. Epstein's reaction is basically Macaulay Culkin slapping his face in Home Alone. I'm just like, oh, my God, dude. I don't know what's happening at this time. Like, I'm sure we've talked about it before, but you were younger. You might not remember 
all of this stuff, but like there were still variety shows, man. There was like Donnie and Marie and Sonny and Cher. And I remember like I was a kid, I had to be eight and nine. And I was like, why is this a thing? I was like, this is from the fucking fifties. Why are we doing this? It was such a weird time to be alive. Like, I'm like, who is this marketed to? Who wants this? Lots of people, apparently. But apparently, yeah. It was a different time. What can I say? And how about the the format of this show is that it starts with Gabe Kaplan telling a bad joke to his wife, has the episode in the school, goes back to ending with him telling a bad joke to his wife. They, what? <laughs> I just feel bad for Marcia Strassman having to to play that. I guess you got a good paycheck, but it's such a such a goofy role to have to play. Yeah, but you know what? This, that gets me to the couple of good things uh, about this episode, or the things that I liked. And one was her reaction because you like watching it now from the perspective of 2023. I was like, oh, she's reacting like. This is what I like. This is what came off of her to me. She's like, yeah, this was cute when we started. Um, but you know what? I didn't think it was going to go on for the rest of my life, <laughs> but I did commit to him. And so I'm not going to give him too much. I am going to act slightly annoyed, but you know, that's just who he is. I got that sense and I was like, yeah, that's, that's how you should be reacting. Like she's not bur- bursting out into guffaws and shit at his dumbass jokes. But the chore he has to do is take out the trash, and the amount of trash he had to take out was like... Like, dude, it was like a Seven Eleven bag you have a burrito in. Yes. Yeah. What are you complaining about? Although, speaking of sets, and now I'm talking about the indoor sets, that was one thing that, like, to me, is iconic of New York in the 70s, even though I was never there in the 70s. Like, the look of... Barney Miller and the school in Welcome Back, Cotter. Everything is run down. Fucking um, all in the family, you know? So you're saying the look of New York from Hollywood sets. Yes, exactly. To me, that that's exactly what New York looked like in the 70s because yeah. that was what I had to go on. Yep. Uh, um, so, yeah. I, well, I, that, I, I, I agree with you with on uh, Barney Miller, but I – all in the family didn't really have like it was just houses inside of houses mostly. Was there lots of like like in Queens that were, where it looked run down? Well, I thought the inside of their place was a little run down. Like the okay. wallpaper was out of uh, you know out of date and kind of peeling, and you know it just looked a little grimy and old. Um, but yeah, anyway, the other thing that I all right, I was surprised by this because. This show sucks. It's not a good show. I actually laughed once in it. And I can't wait to hear when it was because I had a, a laugh too. And I, I don't know if it's going to be the same but line dude, or what. It, I mean, it's the same kind of like classic vaudeville joke structure, but it was the way it was delivered. So at, at one point, uh, Mr. Cotter notices like Washington is acting loopy and he's like, hey guys, what's wrong with Washington? And Horseshack says, oh, he hurt his... Uh, knee and basketball. And Mr. Cutter said, I know that Horshack. Uh, that was last week. What else is wrong with him? And John Travolta goes, well, he's not much of a dresser. And he like, uh, it, this is the thing about it. He delivered it so perfectly. I was like, oh yeah, he, this is why he was the breakout star. He yeah. <laughs> the timing down. He had the attitude down. I was just like, oh shit. 
You made me laugh, John Travolta. I never would have thought. Yeah, that wasn't the line I laughed at, but it was also from Travolta when Horshack says something and, and Travolta's response is, that's because you're stupid. It's just, I don't know. Oh, yes, I did laugh at that, too. I actually, I know, I almost laughed at a couple of Travolta's lines, and, and it was just so weird to see him, like, and be like, oh, yeah, he, he had it, man. He he could and do it. This was... Uh, before staying alive, or, or I know this show was. This I wonder was, this particular uh, the, episode. This episode, I believe, was after staying alive. Shit. What? Oh, I mean, uh, Saturday Night Fever. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I've uh, never seen it. I think Saturday Night Fever was okay, seventy-seven. So, so but, that was the year before. So that, like, so yeah. Saturday, Saturday Night Fever came in the the middle of his sitcom yes. stardom, and he, that's and yes, then, he got it from this. Okay, yeah. it exploded, and so Saturday Night Fever, and then he. Did Grease and Urban Cowboys when he declined, and then he came back in the nineties? Is that right? Or is there something? Yeah, be- yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, if you if you have to talk shit about Urban Cowboy, I guess the a movie I saw in the theaters about fifteen times. Oh my, I've never seen it. I didn't know it was so good. Well, I don't know what I was ten, eleven. It was good then. All right, now I got to look this up. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yes, that's basically the trajectory, because then he did stuff like, oh, yeah, I was 1980, so I was 10. So, yeah, because then he started doing stuff like Perfect, and they did the Staying Alive, the sequel, right? There was a sequel? Yeah, dude, he had, he wore like a headband and shit. You know, it was all 80s idiocy. Um, Wait, was Staying Alive, the sequel, does that also have Olivia Newton-John, so it was like around physical? Wait, Olivia Newton-John's not in Saturday Night Fever, dude. I know, but if Staying Alive was had a headband, I thought maybe she went from Greece to Staying Alive, too. Oh, I see. Got you. See, you, this is the problem. Uh, you're too clever for me. Uh, so, 1983, uh, yeah, was Staying Alive, directed by Sylvester Stallone, I might Wow. Wow. That's kind of sounding familiar. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Although... I will say, Blowout, actually a good film. And I'm not a Brian De Palma fan, but uh, that had to be like early 80s. 81. Blowout's 81. Yeah. That's the one that uh, it's kind of like, it's a it's a, a De Palma movie, but there's lots of references to other movies, right? I've never seen it. But well, it's a, yeah. Like it's a Hitchcock. Kind of a, yeah, well, everything he does is a, yeah, okay. yeah, I think a Hitchcock. But I think um, it's... Very, very loosely based on Blow Up, the uh, Antonioni film from 1906. Um, it's set in Philly. I think it was even filmed here. I remember people talking about it. Yeah, it's uh, it's actually a decent one. Uh, yeah, the, I mean, that's, that's really the only good thing. I, I would say, as far as uh, acting, probably Washington is, is the other one that really stands out. Like, Horshack and Epstein are just kind of doing, uh, I don't know, satire almost. Not not satire. What am I looking for? Like, they're almost like clowns, like comic relief more than characters, really. Am I making any sense to you? Yeah, no, yeah. They're In, in this episode, especially, Washington has, or what's his, his name is, I don't want to keep calling it. Oh, it's Vinny, right? Vinny Boom Boom. I said Freddie at first. I don't know why. That is Freddie. It's Freddie Boom Boom Washington and Vinny Barbarino. 
Oh, it's Vinny Barbarito. Yeah. Yes, okay. Travolta. And his name is Lawrence Hilton Jacobs, Washington's. The yeah. Washington. Well, and he was, he was in shit. I might be wrong. a lot of stuff. He was in Cooley but High. Now sound, I was going to say Cooley High before this. Roots. Oh, was he in? Yeah, I don't remember. And Another then, but, one I watched when it aired. And he's been he's been in a lot of stuff, including recently. Since then, he's like his 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 uh, filmography is pretty long. And I I think he's just one of the probably at this point one of those guys you see or hear and don't realize that that's who it is. Don't, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, you're probably uh, character actor. Yeah, and and Gabe Kaplan. Well, I mean, he actually did fine as a comedian acting, but there were, he just didn't have the charisma to go any like you you never thought he was going to be a movie star he probably did like a movie or two at some point but. right but it, i mean this is a very a, a, a example of a, a, a stand up comedian getting a show and just doing his act basically i imagine yeah. i mean i don't i can't imagine watching that act but he he doesn't he no. doesn't, he doesn't I mean, really Act. He just kind of says the lines. From 1916. Yeah. <laughs> what? I, I don't know. But he You're did, right. He but did create in this the one. Show. He did have to act concerned. I yeah, guess. That's why I'm saying for a comedian at yeah. that time, especially, he did well. Although I can't say that because Red Fox was fucking brilliant. Yeah. Right. He's he's beyond. He's just a funny yeah. dude. Anyway. Um. It, yeah. It was. Well, and thinking about that, I was just thinking about Roots uh, and watching that as a kid. Um, that was another where I was like, why are you guys, why am I watching this at this age? Like, why is this cool with you guys? <laughs> I mean, and I do, it's 77, so I was seven years old. I'm like, wait, why did they cut this guy's foot off? What the fuck <laughs> is happening? And then my parents would take us to like, well, take me because I was the oldest and I don't know if babysitters like you had to pay more how many kids they were but like they would take me to like alien when i was nine they took me to horror movies when i was eight and ten and shit when i was 11 uh maybe 12 i don't remember what year it came out but my mom drove me and a bunch of my sixth grade friends to see porkies in the theater I'm wow like, what the fuck man like anyway i i, I don't know if I your parents were quite that no, but for some reason, my dad did bring me to an R-rated movie when I was very young. It was An American Werewolf in London, and I was excited to oh, see it. Damn, to see it that's because hard. that's gonna be hard when you're young. Yeah, uh, the because dude was the dude was in all those Dr Pepper commercials, but I was yeah. seven years old. Yeah. I I don't remember being especially scared. I must have closed my eyes, but I do remember the boobs. I really remember oh. the boobs. Well, yeah, I know. I. I'm trying to think what I was traumatized by, you know, I don't know. I don't know why my parents like forced me to sit down and watch like a uh, clockwork orange and deliverance in a row when I was six, but wow, that didn't happen. Um, but yeah, like the Godfather, the, I remember we were at our friend's house. I had to be six and a half, seven. I had to be, uh, and they would go over to our neighbor's house. We were like kind of down the street um, and they would, I don't know, do whatever old people did, you know, play cards and stuff. And they had like HBO or Showtime, whatever the fuck was around then. Um, so I was always like, yeah, I'll go over there and watch watching The Godfather. <laughs> and anyway. Uh, but I mean, really, 
compared to what kids watch nowadays, The Godfather's pretty tame. No, it's true, but when you're a young kid, it, it's yeah, it makes an impression. Anyway, uh, I don't know how we got on that. We'll walk, while we're talking yeah, about a like, very team yeah, uh, sitcom from the seventies. Yeah, you, you guys were were awful parents. If you're listening, that's all I'm trying to say. That's all I'm ever trying to say. The principal. Oh, sorry, I didn't. I didn't mean to step on your apology no, to I your just, parents. I, I'm kidding. That, that's as much of an apology as I'm giving. Sorry, the principal, yeah, Mr. Woodman. I I was expecting to see, like look at his his IMDb and see it filled with like character acting roles from the 1940s and 50s, and it really isn't as big as you'd expect for such an old. I guess there's a lot on it, but I thought well, he it'd was be going only back 27 to, when he filmed it. You know how people <laughs> looked back then. He doesn't have a big. All I'm saying is he doesn't have a, a big filmography. It's all post. Maybe he didn't start acting till he was older. It's all, but it's all post like 70s. I like that shit though. I like when actors do that. Like yeah. they're old yeah. and they're like, you know what? Fuck it, man. I don't give a shit. I'm gonna act. I think it's great. Um, all right. I guess we said enough about this. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to dig dim, dim the show. Yeah, there's not much. I mean, don't watch it. No, I, please I, don't. Honestly, would not unless you want to. Unless you're like younger and you're like John Travolta. What the hell? By the way, Saturday Night Fever. Uh, Decent movie, not a happy movie at all. Not not the way it's sold. Although they did a PG version after the R version came out, that I guess they toned shit down. But anyway, who cares, right? Uh, well, maybe someday it. we'll do that because I've never seen that movie. Oh, what? Yeah, we should. I don't know what that. I mean, we'd have to do against like Step Up or one of those movies. I don't know. We could do it. What's uh, that? What's that cheerleading movie that I like? You could do it against that. I don't know. The one with Kirsten Dunst? Yeah. We don't have to do that. It's not Step Up? I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember. I don't know what those things are. It's not Step Up, but it's something like that. I'm looking for it right now, so bring it on. Bring it on, yeah. Well, I, it's funny because I just listened to the, the latest uh, Scott Hasn't Seen. Did you listen to it? Uh, yeah, yeah. On okay. Mamma Mia? Oh, and right. like, the way they talked about it, I was like, wait, do I actually need to watch this? Am I going to enjoy this? But, like, I know I'm not. Oh, I think you would. It's silly. They were so ebullient about it, you know. Like, I mean, it's not. It's. I think they pretty much summed up what it is. It's just you like ABBA music, and that's basically just listening to ABBA music the whole time. It's yeah, and it's like all the actors are charming, so it's kind of fun to watch. And yeah, I've never seen the sequel. ABBA music, yeah, but the the original is a lot of fun. One day, uh, when I was walking into work, last thing before break. Um, I, you know, you could make playlists on your like MP3 player, you know, your portable MP3 players. Um, back then I made a playlist of, uh, eight miles high by Husker Du and Mamma Mia by ABBA and just, just played them over and over like in a, in a loop of those two songs. And I was like, oh, this, this is making me super happy. Well, just, just those two songs. That's it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's funny. Anyway, uh, now we got that out of the way. Uh, we'll be right back. We had a comrade, a brave comrade. He could talk for whole days. But then he tried to be a hero. Tried talking about Shamiro to computers wearing earphones. Oh. 
We are back with, as Pat said, a butt elementarily. Great uh, show. I would say, okay, this, here's what I'm going to say. For me, this show, much like Grand Crew and American Auto to an extent, this is like going down. This is like comfort food yep. for me. Um, although, like American Auto, it is like comfort food, but if it got canceled i wouldn't care literally would have no effect on me i'd be like oh all right uh not so with abbott elementary before we since you bring that up did you watch um the the other show that the spitzer did the uh the one set in like a walmart oh yeah i never got into that one with uh the one with ugly betty oh she's from ugly betty i didn't know uh, Sisterhood of Traveling Pants. Is that one, the one you're talking about? Uh, I, I, Superstore? Superstore, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, it, it didn't do it for me. That's funny because like, they remind me of, like, I mean, it's the same creator and it kind of, you know, of some actors in, in common. Anyway, back to Abbott Elementary. Yeah. Uh, so, well, why don't you tell what happened in this episode? Uh, you're less long winded than I am. Uh, so, this episode. Uh, I always forget characters' names, but Janine's mother comes to visit and has some requests. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, uh, what, what, uh, I don't think anything's happening with Melissa, who is the South Philly teacher that has like a, a mob background. It seems like everything is falls off a truck. <clears throat> Barbara, who is the 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 teacher in the school is kind of the mother figure to Janine is kind of gets involved with trying to protect her from her mother. And Gregory uh, decides that he has to be more conversational with people in the school. And that's, uh, I think that's the whole plot. It was kind of, uh, there wasn't a lot of, of plot. There's more character. It was more character driven than most episodes, but there's a lot of little things going on. And yeah. uh, uh Janine's mother's played by someone famous whose name I can't remember right now. Oh, and, I, I, we didn't recognize her until no, I was, almost I was, halfway through. I uh, didn't. Tarazi P. Henson, I think it was, right? I was like, wait, is that, and it was like, Tarazi P. Henson? I was like, that's fucking her, yeah. And she's best known for, uh, for what? For me, she's best known for that person of interest, but I know she's been in other stuff that might be. Uh, no, what, yeah, wasn't she on that, that show I never watched on Fox? Yeah, the 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 one about the hip hop. Uh, yeah, that that one. Yeah, that's probably where she's most famous, or maybe not. Maybe there's other stuff I don't I don't know. I but she was very yeah. good in this episode. She was she was pretty much perfect. One of the my favorite scenes in the episode, the principal, uh, I, the principal who's who's always making fun of Janine, uh, says, "Oh, you're uh, you're 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 beautiful. You're awesome. How do you create a daughter?" And she starts to say, "Looks at the mother and says, you're going to kick my ass if I keep talking, aren't you?'" And <laughs> turns around, and walks away. It was really really funny. Well, Taraji P Henson. I just I just looked her up. Uh, Muppets Haunted Mansion. Hmm. I didn't watch so that. Ralph 
Ralph breaks the internet. Uh, sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, hidden figures, Ice oh. Age, the Great Egg Escapade, uh, Person of Interest. I don't know why I'm reading you her entire thing. I'm just trying to think of things that like she might be better known for than Empire, but I don't know if there is Hustle and Karate Hustle. Kid. Oh, the yeah. new Karate yeah. Kid. She oh. was in Hustle and Flow, so that was her first, her first uh, big role, I guess. Academy Award winning. The the film was, or she was? Well, the song, I think. Wasn't, oh. Didn't the song win best? Uh, I didn't see The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. She was also in that. Me either. I, I never will either. Sorry, Taraji. She wasn't oh. saved by the bell, the new class. <laughs> anyway, she has had an interesting career, and she was very good in this episode of the surprising guest starring role in this episode of uh, Abbott Elementary, where she did a great job playing a very difficult to like character. Yes. Yes. No, she was awesome. I, all right. I want to give the caveat that I really, really like this show. And I especially like Quinta Brunson, um, who I, you know, I first saw on the black lady sketch show on HBO. Um, but here are my problems with this episode and some kind of overall. Um, so like the, the teacher, the mob, the mob teacher, mob related teacher, too over the top for me. It's too much. Mm-hmm. It, it goes too hard on that. Um, but this episode, she was kind of light, wasn't she? She was the- calmed down. Yes. And that's what I want more. I'm like, all right, we get it. Like we get your background, tone it down because she can act. It's not. It's not, it's, it's not her. Know. It's the writing. Yeah, I think it's the writing. And then uh, the the other only c- like real complaint I have about the show is the whole will they won't they thing. I'm like, can can we stop with this? Like, this is from fucking Cheers at least, right? This has been a trope. Like, just put them together. Jesus Christ. Well, I, I, they kind of seem to be stuck on a won't they right now. So yeah. are, are you happy with that, or do you want but, them to be, will they? You know what? Either way, just do fucking something, you know? I think uh, women and men can also be friends, so if you're not going to do the romance angle, you know. But I get it. It's like the build-up and anticipation for people, but I just find it kind of tired. And it doesn't read as... Um, sincere to me as much as it reads as, oh, this is just what you got to do. That's interesting. I, I read it as like I, I think they're doing a good job of the opposite. The obstacles they're putting up make sense, both in the, like the like why they can't be together and why the characters would feel that way. So I, I don't mind it as much as you I, do, but I, I can see what you're saying. Yeah, it sticks out to me. The reason it works at all is because of the actors. Uh, Quinta Brunson and Tyler James Williams. Um, or, yeah, they're really good. From from Everybody Loves Chris. Uh, yeah, they make it work. I think uh, at this point I, he's from Ab- Abbott Elementary. Yeah, yeah, no, he totally totally is. But um, oh man, sorry, I'm trying to look at this list and I can't find the actor's name. What is her name? Uh, I have the list in front of me. Is there? Oh my God! There it is. She's right there. Sorry, I just missed her. So here's here's the thing. Cheryl Lee Ralph has gotten a lot of awards and acclaim and stuff, and everybody's really happy for her, right? Mm-hmm. I think Janelle James is like the breakout 
star of this show. She fucking cracks me up every single oh, yeah. night she has. I don't <laughs> know why she's not winning shit. I think she's like brilliant on this. I think they're both great. Yeah, I, yeah. No, they just, are, but she's so you know, it's so like <laughs> I don't know. Maybe well, she's so given much, like it, she's given that role to can be that way. I guess. I guess that's yeah. the difference. And Charlie Ralph Ralph is doing this stuff where she like she she doesn't have an over the top like no, deep. not at all. So I, I don't right. know. It's hard to compare the two, but they're both really good. Right. She's just like a Christian. Like that's her thing. Uh, but no, yeah. no, she's more than that. That's what's what's interesting. I, I don't know. I know. I know. I'm being. I, I think the, like I don't have a lot of complaints, but I do kind of I get tired of the janitor character. But yes, me I too. But I I do think he's in some parts he's really funny and he does really work. But like that episode where they have him teaching the class, I'm like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's too uh, sitcom-y, that kind yeah. of stuff, and some of the stuff they give him. But he's all, I mean, I, I will, I'm not, like, disparaging any of the actors. No, all the actors are great. The And the writing for Jacob is pretty much perfect every every single oh, yeah. time. At the, the white kill and all that stuff, it's just, it's spot on. It's really funny. And, the, like, the awkwardness and the, like, some of the, I think they play off stuff. Really, like, in this particular episode, Jacob introduces Gregory to the cafeteria lady. And there's so many times where Jacob is describing himself. And it's, like, obviously, obvious to all the characters and the audience that he is is not self-aware. He doesn't know what he's talking about. And they really play it right. off in this episode when they meet the, she meets the janitor. And he's, he's just looking at her like he's a a piece of crap and then they go into this song and they like they're best friends. And that was, that was really funny. And that's really, it's, that's, I think the yes. show is well written. It's, it's aware of what it's doing at all times. And I definitely think he and uh vice principal Coleman are like, as the characters are like the best characters. That's not to say anything about the actors or how even, even the other characters are, are good. It's just, I think they really are written the best. And she's actually the principal, not vice principal. Just oh, so the know. principal. Yes. Sorry. I don't know why I said vice. Cause I always went to the vice principal's office. Don't think I ever saw principal, uh, except at graduation or whatever. It's funny though, because the, the, the principal character is really over the top as well. It's as over the top. I'd argue as Melissa. So it is funny that you're okay with it. Like, yes, but that's what I'm saying. Everything she says, is hilarious. Like she's, it would, it's all her. It's not all her. The the writing is there too, but like, it'd be very easy to make this terrible with somebody else reading the lines. Right. Um, and she just cracks me the fuck up. Um, seen her on Seth Meyers a couple times too. She's so funny. Anyway. Uh, yeah. The, this, the Philadelphia connection is pretty great. They're, they, they don't get stuff wrong, which is always nice. Like, yeah, you know, you're going to set a show somewhere. And of course, uh, Quinta Brunson is from here and I, I, I don't know if she went to Penn or not, but, uh, she's from here so she can get a lot of this stuff right because she did live here. But I just, I, I like when they set a show in, in an area. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be Philadelphia, but when they, the references they make are, you know, to the area. And I guess the office did that as well, where it was in Scranton and they pretty much got stuff right. And I, I think that attention to detail is, I think it comes across like not necessarily like you don't care because you don't live here and it's, it's not necessarily good because of that, but it just shows that the people working on the show care about 
like an, the overall feel of the show. And it's, it's just, that's just one aspect that they, they're not skipping the writing anywhere. They're just doing a good job. And I like that. No. And like, I don't know, like uh, a lot of the references, I, I don't know, but like, I do get that from it. And I, I agree. Like, I appreciate that as well. Like I can tell they're doing that, you know, right. Like, okay, right. Well, I don't know what that is, but like, it's not for me. And this, I mean, the sports it's not stuff, about me, you know, the sports, yeah, the sports, the sports stuff. stuff is spot on. It's pretty like the, the, the couple characters in sports and when they talk about it, it's the way people here talk about that stuff. So I think that's pretty cool. And, you know, and really all the stuff we're talking about that we like, it, it is a funny show and that's really all that matters. Yeah, no, the, well, and you know, I, I told you I was glad we didn't do last week's episode because I found it a little on the treacly side, like not enough humor. Um, but it is, you know, like it does have that sweetness. Um, sometimes that can, uh, seem a little too forced to me too, but, uh, but it's also like, you know, that's why I watch because it's, it's so hard to do well for anybody. Uh, mostly, you know, that kind of stuff just is bad. Right. Yeah. And they're, they're doing sweetness and still being funny and not being, I don't agree that last week's episode was treacly, but overall the show is very sweet and it's, and it's never, not never, but it's not, it's never, I keep saying never, but it, it usually isn't treacly. And, uh, and I think that's again to the good writing that they, they're able to, 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 to follow, like to, to like be carefully write things that are very sweet and very like, uh, you know, make feel good, feel good episodes without being too feel good. They're still really funny, and there's a there's a bit of cynicism in them that that works in the context of the show. And, I, and it's, yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, uh, man, we need to get Janelle James on the show. See, that's there's a celebrity I would talk to. I would take anybody in this cast, but if you're only going to ask for her, okay. Last week's episode, I did laugh when that. Uh, Super annoying teacher's assistant showed back up. Yes. I, I'm glad they used her sparingly and did not make her a regular cast member because it, it would be a lot. But. Again, over the top, but yeah, she was very yeah. fun. And the the superintendent or whoever that character, or the John, what's her name? Raphael? No, I keep saying John Raphael. What's June Diane Raphael? Wasn't that her name? The, the one oh, yeah, there? yeah. She was. She, yeah, she, I remember. She, she was really good so, in that episode where it's all about uh, how things look and it doesn't matter the truth. And that, that I mean, I've never worked in a school. But that sounds like what a, a superintendent would say, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, my mom was a teacher, so I knew a lot about the weird, really weird political shit that is behind all. Yeah. But no, she. I, I remember when um, I put on Hulu to, to watch it and like, you know, they had the freeze frame picture. And I was like, shit, is that June Diane Raphael on Abbott Elementary? And it was. Yeah, it was nice to see her on there. Yeah, no, they write good characters for even guest stars, you know. It's interesting that when you look at the the like the people behind the scenes, like the directors and stuff, a lot of directors from uh, uh, The Office, which makes sense with. Uh, yeah. Including like I didn't know she was a director now, but a writer from The Office directed a or an upcoming episode, uh, Jen, Jen, Jennifer Salata. I'm just looking at who it's just interesting to see that kind of stuff and who does what. And, and it's funny because Quinta Brunson hasn't written as many episodes this season as she, she had last season. I guess, I guess she's the showrunner. And when you're doing double the yeah, amount of episodes, it, you can't write as many of yourself. 
Yeah, especially when you're writing and starring, I would imagine. Maybe yeah. Even difficult. Even like, I, I, one of the things I was going to say, like, you know, you can't avoid certain tropes uh, in these kind of shows, but one of the things that I feel like, I don't know, I don't necessarily think it's a trope, but it's like kind of a, a standard thing, a type of sit- ongoing situation that they do really well is like, Jacob's weird hatred of Jerry Miner's oh, I love that. Character. I love that <laughs> I so love much. It so much. Not to, like, I mean, and it's mutual. It's not one way. They no, it is. But Jerry Miner plays it so like, oh no, what's the problem, man? I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. fine. Like it's it's the and like Jacob's just like is completely not himself. He's like frothing at the mouth about this guy. Yeah, no, I love that shit. Yeah, that's so. that's that's a great touch, and that's the, that's that little stuff that. I mean, the, it starts with a little thing, and then it, it gets bigger, and I, I love those little things. It, this show does that pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, definitely, if you're trying to de- decide between Welcome Back, Cotter, and Abbott Elementary. Well, think about it first. It's a toss-up. Yeah. You know, if you try to try to determine what kind of person you really are and, and just make your own choice. Here's an interesting thing I've never noticed before. Uh, so the principal's name in the show is Ava Coleman, and one of the writers for the show is named Ava Coleman. That's got to be a coincidence. I guess, but it's a yeah, funny one. It's strange, but, you know, those things happen. Uh, or maybe she just started writing in the second season, so maybe they hired her because of her name. Because her, yeah. that's Well, that could also be it. I mean, it's glad that uh, glad. It's good that she worked out to actually be able to write. You know what are the what are the chances? But yeah. good for you, Ava Coleman of Philadelphia, I assume. Uh, yeah, no, I I will keep watching this, and it doesn't seem like there's any chance of it like getting canceled soon. So no, as far as I mean, uh, it it's uh, it gets a lot of hype. So yeah. I'm enjoying it, and I I thought that this week's episode was the one I was really looking forward to, but that's not till next week. The one I'm really looking forward to, they go to the Franklin Institute, which is the Science Museum in Philadelphia, and I think they filmed it here, so that's pretty fun. And it's, a, it's I know a fun when when you told me that, I was like all excited. This when I watched this episode, and I was like, yeah, I, was, I had nothing uh, to do with this. No, I just I read the schedule wrong, but yeah. And that's the, oh. that's going to be the finale of the season, I guess. There's only 22 episodes, only compared to other shows. That's a lot of episodes, but it, it's just ending earlier than I thought shows were supposed to end. Well, I mean, yeah, I think it's all up in the air now. Like, yeah, they don't, it's not the same schedule as it was when we were kids, where everything ended like June. It doesn't they don't do things like that anymore? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know anything about it, but it's got to be a grind, especially for the writers. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm very happy that this show has gotten so popular because it kind of it it it, it I don't know it was mid season or oh no yeah it was a mid season show last year and you never know how those are going to do and I really liked it from the from the get go and I'm I'm glad that it's it's turned into something that's that's pretty popular. Yeah, me too. I think see this is what I can't remember because um, I talked to so many people on the phone now. Actually, I don't. I talked to you and. And my friend Tony. Um, 
but I can't remember who I say things to. So I might have said it on one of these episodes, but um, about a boy that I was I talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I think you yeah, had a recommendation yeah. one week. That really was yeah. a fun show. Yeah. Just well, like I hadn't seen it in a long ass time. Wait, wait, you're talking about the movie. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 I was just remembering the show that was a remake of it. And it was oh, actually yeah, with Mini better, Driver. better than had any right to be, but it was and not as good as the movie. No. Yeah. And that dude who like was in a bunch of yes sitcoms and, and now and he's I, just gone. I always liked him, but everything he was in got canceled or his character got married off or put because he was in, um, he was a love interest in, in, uh, oh. anyway, he was in a bunch of shows. He was like, he was like the new Ted McGinley, except not even because we don't know his name. Ted McGinley, uh, by the way, in uh, uh, Shrinking. Very uh, good. Very funny. Yeah. <laughs> yes. His name is David Walton. David Walton. All right. David Walton, you're the new. And he's uh, in season five of Million Little Things, which I did not know that show was still in the air. I don't even know what it is. Uh, we did watch it as one of our deals where we watched – Wait, was that the one with the swingers guy and he died or something? Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, that sounds right. But it's the guy from Psych is who I I remember. But I I think you're right. The swingers guy was like the the friend who dies and brings them all together. Yeah. Jesus. It's still on. How? How? Honestly, I I have barely an idea what is on network TV, but. Yeah, I, I, but I. I'm, I'm, it's not that I thought it was bad. It was a fine show. I just it it gets talked about so little in my circles. I'm shocked that it's still on TV. It just doesn't get talked about yeah. by anyone I know. And that's no. I am. I thought it was like probably canceled in the middle of that first season. I, I yeah. even liked it. I mean, I didn't hate it, and that's really shocking to me that show is still in the air. And, that, and David Walton is had a role in season five of that show. Uh, what was uh, anyway? I'm on his list. A oh, new girl was the show where he was the love interest. Uh, yeah, like the love interest with Joey Destinel between the, the Jake Johnson years. Anyway, I forget how we talk oh, about about a boy. Yeah. But, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Abbott Elementary also starts with an AB and it's the show that I would uh, say you should listen to. I like the theme song, too. I like the theme song for Abbott Elementary as well as Welcome Back, Cotter. Well, Abbott Elementary's theme song is like two seconds long. It's yep. kind of hard good. to get to work up enough hatred toward it. But you tried, uh, I know. No, I, I was just trying to even remember what it was. Uh, no, it's fine. I mean, uh, yeah, watch watch that. All right. Recommendations, Asians. Asians, 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 Asians. You have one or you want me to go first? Uh, yeah, you go first. I did have one. I just forgot it. So there's a show on, I think it's called Freeform. I watch on Amazon Prime with commercials, which is too bad, but it's the only place I can find it, and I didn't feel like stealing it. It's called yeah, Jur- on that. Is it? The it, new Bosch, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. It's called Jury Duty, and it is a, a reality show where people are on the jury, and um, everybody on the jury except for one guy is an actor, and it's really funny. Uh, James Marsden, I think that's his name, James Marsters. Yeah, uh, Marsden, yeah. Marsden plays, him, yeah. plays himself, like a really dirtbag version of himself, and it's, yeah, I, I can't recognize I don't it. know why I love that so much when – when yeah, actors play dirtbag <laughs> versions of themselves. It's so great to me. Um, yeah, oh, shoot. What were uh, what was I watching? See, I didn't really recommend it, I guess, but I would say Southside. You still you have to watch that if you haven't started yet uh, on HBO Max. Um, dang it. 
I, I totally lost whatever it was I was actually going to recommend. That's that's what happens when you uh, are stupid and old, which I am. Uh, it was probably a, another book or something. But oh, well, do you listen to audiobooks? I know you listen to podcasts. Not really. Uh, it's dude, I'm really into them. You should like try a couple. Like when you uh, go on vacation or something, you have time. Yeah, I, I find I, I have trouble with audiobooks because I just I for some reason this doesn't happen with podcasts, but it does with audiobooks. I just don't pay attention. Like I can't. Like my mind wanders when I'm listening I have a to much, an audiobook. Yeah, I have a much harder time with fiction than nonfiction, for whatever reason. But uh, uh, anyway, yeah. Well, you know, audiobooks, man. Oh, just that, in general, that, you don't have. I thought maybe there was one that had like a a, a good author. I well, mean, a you good know what? Reader. This will be a good uh, recommendation, actually. But first, I forgot the title of the book. Um, sorry. Oh, there we go. It is, uh, oh, How to Be Perfect by Michael Schur, creator of oh. The Good Place. If you listen to it on audio, the cast of The Good Place reads chapters and stuff. Um, okay, I'd be into that. And it's it's very good one, yeah. So I, I'll recommend the book and the audio book, uh, especially. Even, even uh, some surprise guests do. Well, one does a, a line that I can recall right now. Yeah. That. How to be perfect, Michael Schur. Audio. The end. Uh, do your little spiel thingy that you do. Write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com if you have questions, comments, or you would like to guest on the show. Rate us highly on iTunes or whatever format of listening things you listen to this show on. And most importantly, tell your friends to listen. Do tell them. To listen, uh, I don't know. I don't know if you want to be a guest on the show. You know, I might want to see some social media posts first. But yeah, uh, you know, we like talking to people. So wait, we have to see their social media posts before we let them on. No, I just want to look at some random ones. Uh, oh, okay, that's like that. I can send you a couple do. that I really enjoyed. Oh, thanks. Elon that's Musk puts out the best memes. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. He's a meme meister. Sounds like a made up name, but I'll trust your judgment. Aren't, you're aren't all names made younger. up? Well, now we're getting philosophical, and I, man, I don't know if I have the bandwidth to go into this. Uh, so until next time, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>